Thank you for this opportunity to show off my pornographically large breasts, which are filled with milk. I'm James. And I'm Keen, and I am dressed like a piñata. We've come to an end. The end is nigh. Season 12, in the can. We have our winner, Jada Essence Hall. I'm chuffed. I hate you. <laughs> oh, God. Why would you use such a terrible word to talk about something so beautiful? Oh, Christ. Oh, visceral reaction. What's wrong with the word chuffed? <laughs> Everything. Oh, it's just such no. Oh God, why? That caught me off guard, Keen. That caught me off guard. If anyone is interested in finding out what that was about, uh, you can go listen to the latest episode of Big Gay Bucket List, my other podcast, uh, where we are ranting about things we irrationally hate. I irrationally hate the word chuffed. <laughs> So you weren't chuffed with the winner? I was delighted with the winner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was um, also delighted with our wonderful guest, Kaylee. Yes, Kaylee was chuffed with the winner as well. She's a big Jada Essence Hall fan. So <laughs> let's hear 40 minutes of us just being chuffed with the winner. Chuff, 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 chuff. <laughs> but before we get into the episode, I think we need to confess the fact that we are liars, filthy liars. We said last week that there was going to be a live Sissy Pod on Thursday the 28th of May but just the way things shake down in this modern world we have to push it out by week so we're actually going to be back on the 4th of June you'll see the event is up on our Facebook we've advertised it on our, our Instagram as well uh, you can find the link to get in and um, sign up to go you'll get a wonderful opportunity to sit with myself and Keen and chat through the Queens of All Star 5. Yeah I'm chuffed to see them all back it's, it's gonna be great. Anyway let's get into the episode before we fall out. <laughs> Kelly, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Um, how have you been finding the season overall? Oh my God. I just think this season has been phenomenal. Like the standard of each queen, like they're all so different, but so good at what they do as well. I just think it's been amazing. Yeah, no, it definitely has been a good one. It's a shame that it was such a weird finale. Um, yeah. like they're forced obviously to a certain amount of time like i feel they could have done that in 20 minutes and we would have been happier <laughs> yeah i know I, I think so too but i think they did do good with under the circumstances because i was afraid that i was going to be like really let down and it's like oh it's, it's so annoying miss rona having to come in and just ruin <laughs> yeah. it all but um no i, I think I'm, I'm still i'm i'm happy still good not too yeah much. and who were you who were you rooting for coming into the episode were you team jada Gigi, or crystal i uh, do you know what and i know this is such a boring answer and i know everyone's saying this but i honestly was happy with everybody but i think i still was more so leaning towards jada and uh, i just think she showed so much there was a point during this easy the series where she just uh changed she just like turned a complete corner i think it's when she showed her vulnerable side a little bit i was just like oh yeah that's it I'm obsessed. <laughs> I think that also coincided with like a an arrogance from Gigi uh, that kind of came across that we're kind of like, oh, maybe we should go with Jada who's winning a lot now as well. Uh, <laughs> no, there was definitely a point midway through the season where Jada kind of emerged a bit more and you were like, how have I not noticed how stunning, how hilarious, just yeah. how creative 
And she had that sort of camp vibe going on as well, but could package herself so like beautifully and pageantly. You, you really did come to realize that she had some of everything. I was hardcore team Crystal from like very early on. But in the last like two weeks or so, I, I really, really just moved over to, to Jada. Just to see, like, I think as a winner, she really just, she is, she is what like you want your drag race winner to be. Um, whereas Crystal, I'll happily watch an All-Star 6. The moment, whenever they brought in the super fans and they had to, to change them, like Jada was just phenomenal. Like the makeup she did like was ridiculous. And I, I noticed in like in past seasons and that when people have different skin tones or they're different races, people always use that as like a, oh, well, like they did that on purposely, they paired me with them because of this. But I don't think we heard a peep out of that from her. And she was just like, I'm going to turn this out. And she did it so well. Mm -hmm. Like the makeup was phenomenal. And that's when we seen her be a little bit more vulnerable as well. I think that was the point for me that I was just like, oh, I love her. As as a makeup artist, I was looking at the the skills of the the queens in general across the season. Would you say that Jada had the strongest? Because they're like a, like makeup wise, it's a really strong mm -hmm. and a mixed bag. But so, from your point of view, who would you say is the, the oh, strongest? Yeah. Obviously, Crystal is like madness, and what she can do is madness. <laughs> I, actually, I look at Crystal's look, and I'm like, I have no idea where I would even start with that like it's just crazy <laughs> in the best way possible but um yeah jada's makeup skills are phenomenal like just throughout the whole series every time i seen her i was like okay i can see what she could do she was just insane like so so talented i definitely think she is i feel like people think crystal because she does the crazy looks but when you look at like just the glamour and perfection and everything she does definitely jada yeah i kind of feel when it comes to looks and makeup and all that sort of stuff Jada is kind of doing a lot just to get that extra 10% that the, the normal viewer won't even look at. Kind of even with Whereas I think Crystal and Gigi are kind of more like, look at this concept, look what I've pulled off, look at my characterization, which is good as well. But it, it, Jada's kind of just taking a different approach to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, but she, she's just like, I said to you guys, I just want to be her. I just want to look like that every day. She needs to come beat my face. Like, I can't cope with her at all. And, and again, as a makeup artist, I have to ask a very James, important question. On the day when you're heading out to the supermarket, you haven't like, got time to put anything on, will you be investing into like any of RuPaul's look? face keenies? Oh my God. Can you survive this? Well, how can someone make it look good still? Like, I, I just don't. Like, I look like I was going to rob something, honestly. <laughs> so I think still. because of the troubles in the North, Face Keeney still wouldn't have the same sort of uh, <laughs> presence they would have here. Yeah, I really don't think it would be a good call now <laughs> it's at all. It's just a balaclava with a mouth, like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, that's that's actually probably the biggest thing that I like missed with this is actually seeing like Rue's look and like seeing how glamorous like that's what I always wait for like mm -hmm. for every runway I'm like what is they gonna be wearing when like, he was really when he was doing the one on one chats why was he in an eye because it was a closer look I thought yeah I was, I was so confused by that. <laughs> I mean, maybe that was the concept, but it was poorly executed. Like, I, just, I just kept stupid. thinking of Big Brother, and I was like, he doesn't know what Big Brother is, does he? Like, really? But I think that that's one thing I've noticed in the last, this week and then with the, the, the reunion last week as well, that RuPaul has a very different energy in drag and out of drag. Yeah. And we've missed the mm -hmm. in drag route, because I think in drag, RuPaul is a bit more fun, a bit more loose, a bit more kind of, you know, having the crack kind of joking, yeah. whereas out of drag... 
Rue is more serious and kind of like business-like. So I think we missed that part of RuPaul, the kind of like having the crack, having a laugh Rue that you get sort of in the finale. Yeah, he also seemed a bit wary. Yeah. Okay, well, let's kick off at the start of the episode where we got to see... Uh, all the sort of queens returning back. So first up was then Dahlia Sin. She turned that broccoli into fashion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm glad she leaned into that though. I actually am because I think there was, um, I, I, like it was such a part of the season that didn't come off well. Yeah. And, and I think she looked fab. Like she looked really, really great in, in, this, in this green look. Yeah, it really suited her skin tone, I thought. Yeah, amazing. Gorgeous. Rock'em Sakura, which... I think was one of my favorite looks, this sort of anime. And she stuff. kind of created some kind of like a warehouse vibe going on yeah. around her. And she had this like mad kind of like yeah, anime nightclub-y kind of look, which was pretty phenomenal. It was so, and the lighting and everything she had, that's just really creative. It is, yeah. That's you when can, you could see though, that's when you could see when people are like a little bit more on that creative side of it. They look for everything that they can turn into a possibility or like something that they can just show off a little bit more or change. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like there's how can I how can I build this entire thing into a concept? So yeah. it's not just like here I am in my in my outfit. It's kind of like this is an entire like you're seeing almost an installation. And it kind of looks like if you're sort of driving through a a, a dark Japanese street, yeah. all the sort of neon lights passing by is kind of what I got mm. from it. And again, the makeup is just like phenomenal. Yeah. She's definitely one you'd want to see back again for a for a for another season of Drag Race. Uh, for yeah. for an all-star season. You can understand why she was such a she was such a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. So then next up was Nikki Doll with her Marie Antoinette style look. She had like the the Napoleon hat and the Marie Antoinette ruffle around the neck. It's so funny. Um, but like we were saying before the start of the episode, all we could look at was like I've been in an apartment like that in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Just too busy looking at the paintings on the wall. I don't know which was which was better, drag outside or drag in an apartment. Like I, I don't know, maybe anywhere bar that hallway. Anyways, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. It, it's sort of you know her rushing, her like rushing around backstage, kind of like heading from from the, from like I don't know the the bathroom to the main stage or something like that. Yeah. The whole the whole thing had sort of a yeah the the setting needed needed some some work. She needed rock to to help like collaborate with her to create a more interesting backgrounds. Yes, mm. exactly. Now, someone who also had a kind of boring background, but an amazing look was Aiden Zane. Oh my God. I kind of got like a, I didn't like a, a version of like, say the, the Queen of Hearts from like Alice in Wonderland office. Yeah. Uh, mm. And yeah, like the color choice I thought was really cool and her makeup looked amazing. I, I really liked this. I've really liked Aiden all season though. I actually think that she's, she's a really strong, um, really strong queen. She just needed a bit more time. She looks absolutely. This is the best we've seen her. Like this is absolutely. Ridiculous. Like when it was panning up, I was like, "Who is this?" Like I could not get over. I mm. Like the outfit, everything is just unbelievable. Britta was next. They called her the Queen of New York, I suppose, as some shade, and she came back with the bigger Madonna Conyer bra that she went out on. This is the look she should have had, I suppose. So it was like her redemption. Yeah, she does look phenomenal. There's a lot going on, but she just looks so glamorous. But they, mm. There was a lot of the, there was a lot of cone bras featured in this episode because I think so. Well, Gigi had them in in her look. There was it was just True. a lot going on. Obviously, they they were featuring the cone bras. They're they are the it have for a drag queen in twenty twenty in quarantine. Maybe mm. this is a sponsored thing. Maybe I need to go on this. I need to get a cone bra. <laughs> 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 
Next up then was Jan with her Edward Scissorhands oh, look. I love this, but I'm just obsessed with anything that's like a little bit more grungy and kind of like dark and gory. This, I am just obsessed with. I think it is sick. Like she just took Edward Scissorhands and just made it like so glam. It's insane. No, yeah, she looked phenomenal. I loved this. I think this is my fa- this is my favorite look that she she has ever like that she she's done throughout the entire season. Uh, and it's like she she did a lot of like campy concepty looks on the show as well. Um, and I think this is kind of all of them. I always had like little niggles with, but then I think this obviously she had so much time to get ready. I, she looks beautiful. Like it's amazing. I feel like the dress looks like the uh, Iron Throne from Game of Thrones as well. The kind of like overlaying sort of daggers. Yeah. Uh, she was the only one who wore a face mask I think just you know to capture the, the essence of Corona props the green crop she got that into <laughs> <laughs> yeah true yeah <laughs> exactly now Widow was up next with her spider themed look um, she was out by a river which I don't know I just think drag in a park doesn't do you know great. what I'm going to say I don't know if you remember did any of you watch uh, Power Rangers do you know yeah. The bad, but the bad guy before the bad guy would get like hit and grow into the huge bad guy, if you know what I mean. So like when they were like fighting the initial kind of like big bad for the episode before it would sort of like explode. This is kind of like the first step of a Power Rangers bad guy. Yeah. That makes any sense. <laughs> <laughs> like it's going to like Rita Rapunzel is going to zap it with something and it's going to grow huge. And <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was good. I liked. I did enjoy it. I'll point it. I, I I enjoyed it though. I thought it was good. Yeah, good <laughs> concepts, a hundred percent. Heidi then was next, and I mean, I think this was really nice for Heidi, but I still think like it was definitely within her her ballpark. She didn't really push the boat out too far with this one. No, but she looks gorgeous. I think, yeah. yeah, and she has so much personality. I think the personality mm-hmm. just like flows out of her. That's true, but I wonder if she like put that personality a little bit more into her looks then, because like we all we all know and we love Heidi for her personality, and I feel like maybe she just wanted to show her most glamorous self because that was something that she was kind of getting a lot of criticism on. But her makeup has improved so much; mm. like she really like took that advice and she went and she worked on herself. You can see a huge difference in her makeup and her eyebrows, especially. Thanks be to God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, finally then we saw uh, Jackie Cox up at the roof in New York somewhere uh, quite like a sophisticated opulent rich woman vibe I think she looked amazing my my only critique it's not even a critique I'm just like I think that shot at night would have looked like stunning yeah underneath like loads of different lights or whatever because she does she looks so glamorous but like you know it's kind of like do people really get that dressed up at that time of the day i don't think so <laughs> also the roof she's on is pretty manky like i don't think that's yeah. suitable for people to be up there unless they're doing maintenance <laughs> new york is an expensive place to rent okay we can't yeah. all have glamorous roof gardens to shoot yeah. in <laughs> <laughs> I'd say the only problem with Shifillery at night is she probably didn't have the right lights to do it. Crystal's look, which was a pinata, which is I like I thought was amazing. <laughs> but I was like, how is she gonna dance in this? I just I can't this is what I love, Crystal, because what what's going on? Like every time I look at the screen, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. How <laughs> does she come up with this stuff? Like I I don't know how she does it. <laughs> I, I'm going to have controversial opinion. I think, because I love this look, I think it's amazing, but I think she hampered herself a little bit because in this look, it's kind of face and then like it's all, there's like the prop around it. Then with her like solo lip sync, it was just face and then all covered around it. 
And then obviously for the close-up lip sync, it was just her face as well. So I, you didn't get to see her in like a, it was, like when she came up to do the final lip sync, she looked mm. amazing. That look that she was in was gorgeous. And it just, I think she might have hampered herself a bit mm-hmm. by not having, a, 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 I don't know, by being kind of like over-propped. Kind of like, you know, Shangela with, with, with the Frostula, kind of it, like the, the props took away a bit. Mm. And I think they kind of like one of them where like kind of your face was just the main feature within a big prop setup would have been better rather than having two of them. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree with that. Actually, I was thinking that myself. I was like, because even whenever the first lip sync came on, I was like, oh, I would have loved like, because obviously it was absolutely meant what was going on, but I would have loved to see um, her body or that. So I, I actually, I really agree with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we mentioned Shangela there, Trixie Mattel revealed at the final of All Stars 3 that, Shangela was actually wearing a pinata suit that she was going to break up on stage in the final lip sync. I think that's a better way to do it. Like you have to be like, I think Crystal is too much the pinata. She needs to be, <laughs> you know, centaur pinata, you know, yes. part, <laughs> part pinata, part person as well. So uh, that's kind of my reservations with, with that look. Yeah. Gigi, who I thought looked great, like the... That blue was just so nice on her. Back of the comb moves, the helmet. It was. It sort of gave me um, the 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 female alien from Mars Attacks. <laughs> <laughs> and then the she literally looks like she's walking up onto a stage to perform in front of people. You know, she just mm. looks so glamorous and expensive. Yeah. yeah, she did. And then see, but this is, I think, the difference is you could see Gigi had all the props and stuff with her. So she was really able to kind of make everything work. But then we have Jada here, who's literally just chilling in her living room, <laughs> still turning it and looking ridiculously good. Like the, the the song says, you've got the whole world in your hands. She has the whole solar system on her head. <laughs> I died when I seen this. Like This is just everything. So good. No, she looks beautiful. Like I, I think when I saw this, I was like, well, if Facebook hadn't already spoiled the episode on me as soon as I woke up, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can, I understand why uh, now, now, now that I've seen this look, I think she looked absolutely phenomenal. So that was kind of opening up. There was a good bit of filler. It was introducing Michelle. We got to see Michelle's husband's ass. We saw Carson in his lovely house. <laughs> we saw Ross. There was message from former guests. Um, there was a lot of filler, I felt. Yeah. Uh, some of the some of the little VT video things I think really worked. Like I loved the um the vote thing they did, the like the, the Madonna like vote. Like I thought that was really cool. I really enjoyed yeah. it. I loved like Heidi social distancing thing. I love that. that was just absolutely epic. And I liked some of the messages from the some of the messages from the guest judges, like that little piece where it kind of was like, oh, this is what drag race and quarantine is. Because actually, like I think it reflects a lot of what like my friends who be big fans of the show, what I've been talking to is having drag race every Saturday has kind of first of all kept like a little bit of a sense of normality about the thing and given something to kind of you know, giving you something to look forward to in the week. Yeah. Um so I think it was kind of like like it was reassurance of like, yeah, we're all in this together and we're all feeling the same way. I, I so I I liked some of them, but I did think that there was probably a bit too much build up. I think if I would have cut anything, I probably would have cut the judges' critiques because I think they were unnecessary. And I definitely would have cut the talk to your younger self because I'm just like, oh, this is is painful enough like when it's in person with a big crowd, like, oh. I don't really mind that. I I think like it's a vessel to allow them to tell their story a bit more. It was fine. I didn't love it. I would have cut... This is controversial. 
the lip sync for the frontline workers, right? I think there should have been a message for the frontline workers. I just felt the lip sync to like a RuPaul song, like him plugging his own song, I thought was just a bit tasteless. Mm. I, I didn't even clock that. I kind of was just listening to the messages. I, oh, actually within that though, what I did really like was Jan being kind of this sort of social justice warrior that we're, we're coming to see her as, where she had her little sign mm. held up saying, pay them what they're worth. Yeah. And I was like, out of like all of that, like it's yeah. kind of like, like that's 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 you know that's what should be being focused on is actually pay these people what they're worth, um, and it was nice to have kind of a political yeah. message in there rather than just kind of like backslapping and 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 applauding. Although yeah. you know backslapping and applauding also lovely. <laughs> yeah, no, I I that, I did appreciate Jan's message as well because like that's actually a call to action as well. Um, yeah. How do you think they came across in their up close conversation, hey, Kaylee? And this is their up close conversation with Rue. Uh, I think they came across really well. I, like, again, I'm just so, it's so good to see like a lot of them come full circle. Like Crystal, I feel especially, um, you know, she came in and she was, had so much self doubt and like just really blossomed mm. um, throughout it. Uh, Gigi, it's again, I, I understand that Gigi is, is so confident and she, like rightly so because she's so amazing but I think maybe we've seen a bit too much of that and that's why it, people maybe turn towards Jada then halfway through um, and then Jada is just again amazing I think Gigi <laughs> did, did address that because in her bit she was kind of like you know people might say it's cockiness but I'm going to just say it's confidence she did mm-hmm. seem to be noticing that people were saying that she was cocky yeah Um, I was wondering you know, in the normal finale, I just presume they've been out on the road, you know, they're busy queens doing busy things that, you know, they might not have seen their parents in a while when they get those messages from home. But this year, I'm like, you're probably Skyping your mom every week, if not living with her. Does that message <laughs> really mean anything? Yeah. <laughs> um, I did think I would have liked Crystal's mother to win the series either. I was, I, I thought, I thought that she was lovely. Um... Uh, Crystal, th- this is where I think I think that Crystal, for how wacky and mental she is, like maybe she's too well adjusted for the kind of like what would you say to your younger self thing. I think that like there was no, like it, it didn't. It, it sort of felt like you know she she is like a happy family who love her and yeah. it, and she kind of you know is sort of very certain in who she is and very comfortable in who she is. So like I think that kind of like what would you say to your little Cody thing? It kind of was a little bit like. You know, like it, it, it didn't like it, it. This always goes back to Pearl, where there was like the real traumatic childhood, and like there's the whole yeah. storyline mm. of that. And it's kind of like you know that sort of real gut punch of like you know God, it's going to be terrible. It's going to be really sad, but you're going to get better. But like for actually probably for 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 Gigi for the three of them really today, it was coming out is going to be hard. Figuring out who you are is going to be a bit hard. But, you know, it's it's going to be grand. Like there was, I I didn't think it really added any yeah. anything much to it. Um, yeah. The only of the v, like sort of like supplied videos from family that I find really sort of affecting were um, the ones from Jada's brother, who is a ride and oh, father. <laughs> Who's also a ride? <laughs> yeah. well, I, I actually like that family. <laughs> good genes. But I, I, I find like I actually, I because I, I swear to God, I will cry at the drop of a hat. You do not, you like I do not, I like very very limited emotional manipulation needed i am i am here for it i'm mm. here for a good cry and those things always get me the videos from the parents yeah. always get me and it was only jade is one that really kind of like had me like oh, mm. oh. Yeah. i i agree do you know, do you know what it is actually i'm kind of the opposite it takes a lot to get me emotional 
aside from RuPaul Drag Race, I swear to God, it's the only it's the only show that I am like so heavily emotionally invested in. If they start talking about anything sad, I'm like, oh no, here we go again. Oh. This there's some sweet spot with me that if I'm a bit hungover and I watch Strictly Come Dancing, I fall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just and see, my boyfriend's like, oh, but what what is the emotion that's making you cry? And I'm like, it's just pride. I'm just it's so, so happy. beautiful. Cha cha cha. So, <laughs> so the queens did a up close lip sync um to a new rupaul song again shameless plug uh, there's only a certain amount you could watch that they they kind of cut all the lip sync short i felt and that's probably for the best uh who do you who do you think did the best out of the three? Oh, i don't know who did the the best to be honest i think they did the best with what they could nearly do yeah i love uh, i love mm. jada going up so close to the the camera i thought that was very funny um and i know Gigi was her, giving everything like even blinking blinking on me yeah her, jada's jada's look with the like kind of hair like like it Diana was Ross. it was out of this world she looked phenomenal like absolutely phenomenal She's just too good looking. It makes yeah. me upset. No, I, I, a beautiful, beautiful, and definitely traded the season. You know, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought Gigi did the best in this one, just because her, like the syncopations of her whole face, like she could really transform mm-hmm. her face. The Jade had the best actual mouth. Yeah, and I thought. Crystal, and I kind of felt this going forward. She lacked the same presence that the other two had. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think she was hampered a bit by her. Well, I've said this already. I think she was hampered a bit by the the looks she chose. Because um, mm. I, I I think as well, like not to be Michelle Visage about it, but like a, her her looks a lot of the way through were kind of real, like you know, big. And maybe just if she'd done for one of them to have a more simple kind of, I don't know. I think for that like up close one, I think it would have been better to have something a bit more simple so you could focus more on the lips and the mm. the performance rather than the, the bits going on around us. And what was the inspiration for Crystal's look for the for the chat? It was like some sort of Powerpuff Girl thing, was it? it I, yeah, I have no idea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whereas, whereas Gigi was like Daytona Beach RuPaul, mm-hmm. um, that look. So I was like, oh, that's good. And, and it worked well because it was just a very simple face that she could then really emote. So it came across quite well. One side of Crystal's face had a facelift. That was it, wasn't it? One side was like up really oh, high. Yeah. yeah. And then the other side was more like drooping, I think it was. But um, yeah, again, her artistry is amazing. But yeah, I definitely feel like like she was literally covered in pink, but I still found myself looking at the other girls. Yeah. Yeah. And she had actual hair on show and then fake hair. And like she had an arm full of hair. I just, I wasn't sure what I was supposed to be looking at. Yes, mm-hmm. there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Then they had the one, the single lip sync where they got to choose a song, which I mean, that's the first time they ever got to choose a song, right? Yeah. Uh, Crystal chose Nelly Potatoes, I'm Like a Bird, and gave us like Punch and Judy <laughs> puppet show. Oh my goodness. That shit. Like, how does, again, how does she come up with this stuff? I don't understand. Mm. Like, again, how do you wake up and be like, I want to be a pinata or, you know, I'm going to be a flying bird? Like, how, how does this happen? <laughs> I actually loved it. I thought it was brilliant. I really enjoyed it. I, I would say that I was waiting for the curtains to be pulled back and there for there to be like a full bird look. So to get like a full body kind of thing going on. Um, it did, like, I think it, it, it was very sort of children's TV kind of, uh, mm. you know, sort of 
you'd, you'd imagine it to kind of be like a little thing where about like some birds who are learning to accept themselves or something. I, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was kind of like, I don't know if I wanted to see someone pour egg into somebody else's mouth in a lipstick. It was a bit. Mm. Imagine you were having like a nice runny boiled egg and uh. <laughs> Now I thought Gigi's was fantastic The the AHA style artwork the, the, That TikTok challenge where she jumped and changed clothes When the camera sort of took a step back And she was behind that sort of paper frame I, I kind of, I saw that and I was kind of like I feel bad now if Gigi doesn't win because I'm like, she's literally done everything. Like, what more could she have done to win? Yeah. Uh, like, she just did such a good job. I, I agree. But then again, at the same time, it's like, she she made the most out of it and she did so much. You can see she put so much effort in. But she, she probably had the resources, though, to be able to do that. But then yes. look at Jada, who didn't have these resources, who still absolutely killed it so yeah. i think with Gigi, it was like she was pulling everything and bringing in all the stops but jada really relied just on her nearly yeah mm. i think yeah that, that did send to her jada or with with Gigi and with crystal both of them felt very much like this has been made as a video for for a video whereas jada felt the most like you were watching it live like you were yeah. watching it in person. Like I think her mm-hmm. performance felt at like the energy and the like the power of kind of mm-hmm. something you'd, you'd be see, watching like in a in a nightclub or if you'd actually been seeing it like performed on stage. At the- oh, we, we haven't seen her dance like that yet, which yeah. is good to save that sort of trick to last. And if you were to book somebody out of those three, you'd choose Jada because you're like, she put on a sick thing performance even in front of a bookcase full of DVDs and I wanted to see what those DVDs were. Yeah. Did you, did you guys cop that she had, she must have had a hairdryer blowing on her. There was like one close-up when she came up like this and her hair was blowing back. I was like, her boyfriend's holding the camera and he has a hairdryer going. I would have loved to have seen what was going on in the back. Oh my God, you're right. Actually, it would have been amazing to kind of get like the view from the other side where it was like sort of like a sweaty, distressed man running around there being like, oh, I need to be here. Because like in reality, it's like, you know, that $100,000, it relies on you getting that like getting that hair dryer blowing at the exact right moment <laughs> yeah like i mean if the if the three of us here had to have our 100 grand based on how good our roommate or partner's ability was to film us i don't think we'd I'd have a chance <laughs> the, before i think before before we get into like the, the final i think one thing that we didn't really talk about already was the really beautiful tribute to jacqueline wilson oh, the, so nice so genuine and I think it's like lovely to see the I kind of in a way like Drag Race never really acknowledges the behind the scenes sort of stuff like obviously with the exception of that makeover challenge where they brought the actually this kind of ties in really well to it where they brought the the people from behind the scenes in to to do the makeovers on you see like how much the production crew seemed to like care and love the show and I think it was it was lovely to kind of get the impression of the relationships built between the, the queens and the people who they're working with and and the messages from all the, the the queens were just so genuine and so lovely, and like you could see like how like genuinely like emotionally moved they were. And it was also nice that they recognized this at the time when it happened, but then they obviously were like, no, we, even though like this, you know, she she passed away a while ago. They they had said something uh, on they'd like put an announcement like, on one of the shows, and they had put stuff on their like Instagram. They brought it back and like gave it a really prominent feature in the finale, which I I, I just thought it was really lovely, mm. and oh, it yeah. just made me like Bob even more. Bob is like really becoming because I've been watching the Pit Crew or the the Pit Stop all season. You've been watching the Pit Crew too, to be fair. I mean, well, I've been watching. Oh yeah, no, I <laughs> you know <laughs> d- different app, different purpose, but <laughs> but no, like just Bob just seems so genuine and lovely. Um, I, I yeah, I, I'm I, I'm I'm having a 
resurgence in my in my love for Bob yeah. and Monet. Yes, definitely. I think it was so, yeah, like what you said, it was so nice to see someone who was like more so behind the scenes, but the fact that um, you see how much everybody just adores her and I feel like we really felt that through their messages. Yeah, it felt really genuine and very heartfelt. And I actually felt sorry that she only got her tribute with like, you know, filmed at home. Like I found felt she deserved a bigger thing in a live stage and live room, like, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was actually my favorite of that of the VTs because it taught us a bit more about behind the curtain, which was yeah. always interesting. Yeah. Now, one thing that annoyed me was Rue made a point of being like, "There is three of you, and then I'm gonna limit it down to two of you, and then you're gonna lip sync." So here's the moment that I knock it down to two people. Actually, no, I'm gonna go to three. <laughs> I was like, just fucking refill them. The I made up the start where you said you're gonna knock it down to two. Like it was so annoying. Oh god, I know, I know. But it's like, I actually don't know who. Like, okay, if you were him, then who would you have sent home? Who oh, I don't have a, I don't have a problem that he didn't send any of them home. That I actually mm. think it's it's because it's so you can keep the three of them. I just don't yeah. think why he bothered saying I'm gonna cut it down to two and oh, then not do yeah. it. Yeah. Oh yeah, kind of creating <laughs> yeah. fake tension. Yeah, it, it, there was it was unnecessary. I'm gonna be honest though. I would have said like if I was not whittling it down, I I would have knocked Crystal out before me the final lip sync. I think that that she, I, I don't know, she wasn't quite up to the level of Gigi and 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 Jada um, with her performances and her like interview with with Rue. So then we are on to Miss Congeniality. We get to see Nina West having a conversation with Dolly Parton, which presumably was done separately. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, God. I just, Dolly Parton is just an icon, isn't she? She okay. is, yeah. yeah. That's just the goal. I want to be sitting in a wardrobe with my massive hair, just like <laughs> chilling. And she definitely has no clue what's going on. No clue how to work any, like anything to do with phones or devices or anything like that. She's just chilling like, yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> they just gave her a script to do and then you know had to fill in around the script yeah. um and because we we saw a message from dolly in secret celebrity drag race i don't know if you watched that kaylee um so i'm wondering is there more will there be a message in maybe all stars five did they get her for a day and they just re-recorded all these messages <laughs> yeah they're getting the most out of her yeah exactly. <laughs> they're getting the most out of her sitting in that closet <laughs> hiding in that closet yeah. uh, <laughs> so yeah so Nina then passed some his congeniality to Heidi which I think is is the is the right choice yeah Heidi definitely deserved it because Heidi she deserved like something you know because she really is she's the queen that I feel like everyone's going to look back on this season and just like all her little quotes and everything she said it's just going to yeah. be taken on forever she's you just know, I, I think she kind of got her because she kind of got her Katya moment kind of you know remember when they brought Katya out on stage in the finale during season seven the recognition of like you were really like you were fundamentally important to this season when she had her little kind of VT like Heidi's guide to social distancing which I thought mm-hmm. was hilarious and like you just saw such a such a comedic range from her my favorite bit of that was where she had her like wigs lined up and she was doing the fake press conference I love that <laughs> she's like yes you over there with no arms yes I love that <laughs> Um, so I was glad that she got that and then yeah she definitely like there was no I don't think there was any way that she was, wasn't going to get Miss Congeniality and I'd forgotten that it was the queens themselves who voted for it I forgot that like after Valentina they had it just like you know the queens themselves voted for it I'm like yeah so nice for her to know how loved she was by the other queens in the show and yeah. she yeah. deserved it and nice of Pantene to give them all a tip because they've missed out on so many bookings after the other <laughs> yes, that, that is true yeah, they were grabbing for that money <laughs> yeah. what, what Heidi has though I feel like you can't 
like learn that or you, you know it's just that's just her naturally and she's just so naturally funny and just so quick and witty that yes I just think she she's honestly made this season for me I think she's just hilarious yeah yeah no she was she was she was um she's the one who will be quoting from for like years and years and years she'll, she'll be the she'll be the one who kind of like people will be going to see in, in a couple of years although actually it's such a strong season I could say that about a lot of them as well blessed and highly favored i love it (laughs) for weeks i thought that she was saying blessed and highly flavored (laughs) until someone someone corrected me on instagram because i said it on the on on the on the pod and and then i I felt like absolutely i felt i felt ridiculous i was like of course blessed and highly favored what would blessed and highly flavored even mean (laughs) (laughs) covered in salt and pepper (laughs) flavor So then it's over to Evie Oddly, who's back with a look made out of tube socks. Yeah, that was just mental, wasn't it? It took me a while to realize what was happening. I was like, she prancing around in just socks. And then I realized it's heels. Yeah, I just, I just thought it was a bit weird, that, that whole sort of bit. But yeah. that's your thing. That's true. That's I, do, I don't know. I'm I'm not the most massive fan of Evie Oddly. I, like, I, 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 I didn't, I don't know. So I, I kind of was like, her, her video felt a bit, weird and sort of like forced or something I don't know but I guess it's hard to record something like that at home and to try and like invest sort of like emotion into it and make it feel sort of you know kind of like powerful and moving and like you're not there with like a crowd and all like this sort of build up around it yeah yeah, because I I wasn't really overly invested in her as the winner of last season anyway so I was like oh I suppose you haven't seen season 11 yet so no. you don't really know I, know. I, <laughs> I gotta say why you don't know what's going on everyone, everyone's putting me off it I swear that's like the one season I'm like oh I just don't want I don't think I can watch it after season 12 because it would be into the bed honestly yeah no <laughs> uh, there, there's some good moments you wouldn't want to miss out on okay. like Nina oh, West was great there's a really great lip sync which you might have seen already um it's really good guess like it, it's good okay. yeah it's got it's got its high points but it's also you know yeah. it's not it's definitely no season 12 and like i think yeah. it, like it i think that's yeah as it, i think it drag race sort of dipped a bit in it and, and did come back and there is like nina west is brilliant vanji was brilliant um lots of queens are really good but yeah i wasn't overly invested in in evie as a winner so and I, I didn't really get her raj o'hara is is an iconic like Fifi O'Hara style villain. Mm-hmm. I've forgotten about her. So there you go. <laughs> Do you know, remember in the reunion, spoiler for Kaylee, uh, <laughs> there's this, all this drama about wigs and the, Rue was like, did you take her wig? And she's like, a uh, wig made at home in my suitcase. <laughs> <She's> like, <"Yeah." laughs> and then she takes the wig and she just throws it across the room. I had forgotten these details. <laughs> so season 11 is back to like season 5 season 6 drama and untucked as well like they're they're always scrapping Evie and Silky and stuff so like there's definitely benefits to it okay, okay. if there's drama I'm there <laughs> <laughs> sold uh, I just thought you'd miss it out on all the lore oh I know okay so it comes down to the final lip sync then um, and it's Destiny's Child Survivor and I mean I think within this, the first 10 seconds you're like this is Jada's wheelhouse of a song. She has that attitude. Yeah. Crystal and Gigi didn't really stand the chance. I kind of felt Gigi pipped Jada in the first two, but Jada really sort of, I'm trying to think of some football or yeah. baseball analogy, like she really yeah. won. <laughs> and also, I know they all had their like little moments where they changed up something. Like I know Gigi changed um, into Dorothy from Wizard of Oz. Yeah, but Jada's lovely. one was just so like, because she was wearing this massive cape and actually, you know, we just seen 
body. And then at the end, when she flipped up the the thing and it was the crown over her head, I was like, yeah. oh, that is sick. So creative, so creative. Um, but yeah, no, and, and that thing is like with, with uh, Jada's look, like you knew it was going to be a reveal, but there was so much finesse to how she did the reveal that it was just like, oh, like you knew it was coming, but it was yeah. done with such style that it was like, yeah. this is amazing. And with, I, I kind of, like, I, I appreciate it. Like, I, I, have we seen a shoe reveal before? Is that the first shoe reveal we've seen uh, from, Brooke from Gigi? Did, Brooke did a thing where she pulled off the front of her shoe in season 11. Well, um, this is the first full full shoe reveal. Full shoe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> those, but, those ruby slippers. <laughs> yeah. See, that's exactly what you said. I feel like we were waiting from her from Jada. So, like, we were kind of looking at her, like, when's it going to come? But with Gigi, it happened very quick. Like, she didn't yeah. just whoosh, mm. and it was done. And I was like, what happened there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and actually, and I think that's the, with with Gigi's first look, like, I, I get what she was doing. It was kind of like, where she was like going from black and white into technicolor, like that kind of was the the idea. This is kind of the, it was just it was a very bland black and white dress, and I was like, I don't really, I don't really like this. Mm-hmm. So I was like, sort of like I know she like I, I was like I know that this can't be what she's gonna wear for the whole thing, and I don't really like. And I think the best reveals are like from something fabulous to something else fabulous. So mm-hmm. going from something a bit meh to be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I mean, I say this as a, as a person with zero skills in any of these. <laughs> <skills>. <laughs> Somebody goes from black t-shirt to white t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just thought the Dorothy character didn't really suit the song. I felt, you know, if it had been another song, I think you know, it could have been better. Yeah, she needed to be fierce. Yeah, and I did. I loved Crystal's look. I thought she was good, but I think she like it was a two horse race at that point. Though I think between the between the, the three of them, are we shocked um, and disgusted that we didn't get an Elder Barge lip sync? Like honestly, I wanted a bit on that. Like that would have been great. Yeah, I, I, I for if you are Crystal Method, you're watching this season, you're seeing how it's going down, you're given the opportunity to pick whatever song you can pick to do your performance to. Oh yeah, and you don't pick that song in that moment at that time i mean you know i mean regurgitating pigeons is is one thing but (laughs) (laughs) we wanted elder barge (laughs) give us what we want (laughs) give the people the mullets (laughs) Uh, not even a video from elder barge like nothing that would have been great Maybe Elder Barge, like Patricia Quinn, is now boycotting Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. A video from Patricia Quinn would have been good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in this episode, we don't just talk with the widow of Drag Race. We've been doing our own Sissy Awards. Um, you might have seen them on our Instagram at sissy.pod. We have a few categories that James and I sort of chose people for outside of the show. So kind of like best look, best judge, that sort of thing. Uh, so you guys have been voting. We've had over 100 votes, so that was quite good. Um, so we're going to announce the winners now. So we have some special guests who have sent us messages in, like, you know, like a, a socially distant Oscars. Kaylee's going to kick us off with uh, the first category, which is a best lip sync performance. Yeah, so the nominees for this are Widow Von Du with I'm That Bitch. Then we have Jackie Cox with Firework. Jan in Madonna, the unauthorized musical. Jada in Madonna, the unauthorized musical. Gigi in RuPaul's Drag Race Live Medley. And Heidi in Kill the Lights. 
So which one would you vote for? Oh, I, I already did. I felt I felt <laughs> bad, so I, I I voted for Jan. I was like, I feel like this is her moment, and she really wanted it. <laughs> but then I was looking back at it all this morning, and I was still like, again, Jada. Like I remember watching that, and I was like, my my jaw was on the floor when I was watching her dance, like the body mm. and everything. She was just so mm. captivating. But um, yeah, I, I definitely I voted for Jan. I just felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> The winner is Jan in Madonna, the unauthorized musical. Oh, cool. Yeah. The winner with 29.1%. We got the percentages. <laughs> Jan won something, yes. Yeah. This is her moment. This is the award. This is her perfect moment. <laughs> That's funny because I would have thought um, Jackie Cox would have won with that sort of, you know, American lip sync yeah. as a in, a in a hijab or whatever. What was the hijab? Um, yeah, I thought that was like an iconic. Yeah, point. there you go. People have spoken. So let's go over to best judge. So the I kind of just chose the actual good judges out of this. So the nominations were Nicki Minaj, Leslie Jones, Alexandra Ocasio Cortez, Jeff Goldblum, Rachel Bloom, and Whoopi Goldberg. Who would who would you guys fancy out of that? I think Leslie Jones got. She was really in it. Like she was like, I am experiencing all of this. I'm getting involved with everything. I thought she was hilarious and just a lot of fun. And she still gave like really good. Crit- as well like she wasn't afraid to tell them like no don't like that <laughs> yeah I, you know how hard i was whoopee crushing on mm-hmm. whoopee mm-hmm. but whoopee crushing. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do think leslie jones like she was the the scene stealer extraordinaire for the for the for the season yeah I would have went for Jeff Goldblum because I just thought he went in in it so much that he really sort of went and like he was crying. <laughs> yeah. I agree. He really got into it. Uh, okay, over to Connor B and now who's going to give us the results. Hello, Sissy That Pod listeners. It's Connor Bean, sometimes guest on Sissy That Pod, sometimes DJ because of lockdown, uh, sometimes broadcaster and always time, if that's a word, Drag Race fan. I'm very excited to be announcing a category I'm very passionate about because it's one of my favourite parts of Drag Race, the guest judges. Uh, So I am here to announce the winner of Best Guest Judge. It was a very tough one because this season was star-studded, I think you'll agree. But in true RuPaul dramatic fashion, I am excited to announce that the winner of Best Judge for Season 12 is imagine dramatic music playing in your ears for a second leslie jones yes leslie i know you're listening girl i want to say congratulations congratulations thank you sweetie thank you hunty uh, she snagged 35 percent of the vote or did our leslie second place of course honorable mention the one the only Nicki minaj and in third place he cried when he was on the panel and he's going to cry because he didn't win. The one and only Jeff Goldblum came in third. Uh, congrats to all their judges for taking part. And who knows? Who knows who could be on next season? Madonna. Cher. One of the Nolan sisters. <laughs> okay, next up then was best cameo. So someone who sort of appeared during the show who didn't... It wasn't a guest judge or anything like that. So nominations were Raven for her walkthrough for Choices 2020, Miss Fangie for her walkthrough for Snatch Game, Mayhem Miller and Kimora Black as Kanye West and Kim Kardashian in the sort of first episode uh, spring-fall runway look. Charo and Ornacia for their appearance in The World's Worst. And then just Dahlia Sin for her consistent broccoli 
uh, cameos. <laughs> I'm glad that's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, over to Chris's Dum to reveal who the winner was. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Sissy 2020 Awards of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 12. I, Chris's Adam Dumb, have taken a brief pause from streaming Chromatica to spill the tea on who is the winner of Miss Cameo 2020. Now, we had a lovely list of nominees, and I myself have voted for Miss Dahlia Sin as the broccoli, but just because she needed that pity vote. But we are not here to talk about her because she should not be mentioned ever again. We are here to talk about who won, and the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 12 Sissy Sissy 20 Award for Miss Cameo of the Year is... Miss Raven for her walkthrough. Congratulations, Raven. Woo! Now, unfortunately, Miss Raven is unable to accept the award tonight. So on her behalf, I will be accepting this. And I only have one thing to say. Thank you. I'm happy with that. I think Raven deserves that. I thought she was the best. I yeah. agree. I was laughing so hard. She was so funny. Mm. I was actually just thinking about um, this sort of green vegetables got an awful bad time on uh, this season of Drag Race. What with Kale sending Heidi to, to, to A&E in the first yeah. episode and then poor old Broccoli getting repeatedly bashed throughout the season. <laughs> just, just, as for your, just as for greens. Yeah. <laughs> They're all right. I'm honestly, I'm happy it's gone. That's, that's it. It would put you off Broccoli. It would put you off vegetables. <laughs> Okay, next category is the best lip sync song. So the song that was chosen rather than the performance. Out of all the lip sync songs, I won't go through them all. Um, There was yeah plenty of them for people to choose from. I'm going to pass it over to Fanula Jones now to announce the winner. And now, the winner of best lip sync song. Extremely close, I have to say. In fourth place, Nicki Minaj, Starships. With 14% of the vote. Coming in after that we have J-Lo on the floor with 15%. Extremely tight there between the two gals. Second place, the silver medal, Katy Perry, Firework, 17%. Which means Prince is the winner, 1999, with 18% of the vote. Congratulations to all involved. That purple look, that like transcended. That's what it was. Yes. It's that purple look. It was that, yeah. <laughs> so the aforementioned trade of the season award. Uh, so we have Dahlia, Rock, Heidi, Jackie, Jada. Sorry to all the other contestants who weren't mentioned. <laughs> James, who's, who would your choice be? I mean, I, give me any of them. I'm, I, it's, it's, uh, I'm single and it's been a long time. I, it's, no, uh, no, I think, think for me, Ooh, Jada or Rock are probably where I'm where where I'm I'm, I'm living at the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Rock. Rock is who I want. That video from Folsom, it it you know it it's, it turned my head. <laughs> <laughs> Kaylee, mine's just Jada. I swear to God, I am just like she's just attractive whatever way she looks. For God's sake, she's just mm. too good looking. <laughs> I would also go for Rock. I just thought he was adorable this season. Uh, yeah. So over to Garod Farrelly to announce the winner. Firstly, congratulations to Sissy That Pod on an amazing season. It was absolutely brilliant. They are the companion we all need for Drag Race. Um, they were so lovely to ask me to announce the winner of Trade of the Season. And I'm going to do that right now. So hold your breaths. Drum roll. The winner of Trade of the Season is Jackie. 
What? Mm. I mean, very handsome man, but I wouldn't. I, I just, I would, uh, that is unexpected. <laughs> so, rock, uh, rock was robbed. Rock was- <laughs> Somewhere right now, Rock is wailing. Crying. <laughs> I can hear him from here. Okay, so iconic moment of the series. There was a few of these. Um, so I think uh, James and I sort of chose a few. There was a few obvious ones. Heidi's fuck you, fuck you, fuck you and untucked. Leslie Jones signing Widow's Shoe. Jada's look over there, which actually I loved when she mentioned that as a, as a sort of final speech. Like, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to look over there? And I thought that was great. Um, look over there. Jan's face when she didn't win the unauthorized musical. Every failed attempt by the producers to try and make the Brock ally happen. Aiden Zane's boo in Grey's Anatomy, Gay's Anatomy, and Dahlia storming out. Which one did you vote for, Kaylee? Look over there. That's just when I think of like something that I incorporate into my everyday life. That is it. I'm like, look over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> James. Well, I mean, like, I think they're probably I'm the only person who voted for it and I insisted on, on its inclusion. Uh, but I have been using the gif of and saying in my everyday life, boo, for <laughs> weeks now. So Aiden Zane's boo for me was was the moment that I will carry forward. But I anticipated being the fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, there is uh, so many moments in this season, wasn't mm. there? Mm. And I feel I kind of felt sorry for Dahlia storming out. I feel it didn't get the icon that it deserved. Like cause I think it's just as iconic as Miss Vange, you know. But um, yeah, I know I kind of voted for that one. Uh, so we're gonna pass you over to Keen Carrigan, who's gonna announce the winner. Hi everyone, this is Keen Carrigan here. Keen off the telly, Keen off Big Brother, Keen off Grinder, whatever you know me as. It's all okay. It's all fitting. And I am here to announce the winner of the most iconic moment award. So in third place, we have Jada with her look over there during the political debate. In second place, which was one of my favourite untucked moments this year, was Heidi's fuck you, fuck you and fuck you rant when coming to defend Aidan Zane. And the winner is, which I am not shocked about, but she was definitely shocked when she didn't win the Madonna Rosical. It is Jan's face when she was sent back after being declared safe. Oh my god, yes. Jan is sweeping up with the with the fans. <laughs> yeah. They're evil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because, okay. It was just because she just tried to hide it so much and it was like, you can't hide your face, girl. You cannot hide that. that. That look of like actual shock and like, that was such a genuine moment of emotion. <laughs> she wasn't hiding anything. No. No. <laughs> Okay, so then the final Sissy Award this uh, year goes to the best look. Uh, so James chose five, I chose five. Uh, in amongst them was Aiden Zane's Planet of the Capes, Crystal Method's Planet of the Capes. So Crystal Method's Fall look, which was like the Freddy Krueger look. Crystal Method's Makeover Challenge, which was like the Burton Ernie. Gigi Goods, Button and Bows, which was like all orange blazer with the with the bag. Jackie Cox, Stars and Stripes. Jada Essence Hall, the color purple. Jan's Frozen look. Nikki Doll's Promo look. And Rock M. Sakura's Tool look. No one better to do this other than Eamon McGill. So I'll take you over to him to announce the winner. Hello, everyone. It is Eamon McGill here from Eamon McGill Design. And I'm here to give the winning announcement for best look of the season you've already heard the nominees and the winner is 
Chris Lamette's makeover challenge with a close second of her fall look. Well done, Crystal. You probably will never hear this, but congratulations. It was actually really close between that and the fall look. Like they got 28% and like 26% and everything else was way behind it. Well, you could see Crystal was the one who was featured in that most. So she definitely mm. did have really iconic looks. I think Jan's frozen look was so underappreciated. Like, mm. obviously, I'm looking at it from like a makeup artist point of view. And just like the way she executed it was so sick. Mm. Like, that, that's something that I would love to, to wear. I think it's mm. like, such a cool uh, concept. Yeah, I I had anticipated that based on the fact that 1999 won the lip sync that Jada's purple look was going to win that, but I'm pleasantly surprised because I did think in the makeover challenge that that look was like that that look was it was iconic like that's one of the looks that mm. people are going to remember most from the season so um, I'm glad it got its moment but yeah Jan's frozen look I didn't love it when I saw it first on the stage but I watched a few of the episodes back again and it actually like. I don't know. Yeah, I think it just it does like it looks like when you see photographs of it and you see like sort of fan art of it. It is yeah. just yeah, it's pretty spectacular. Yeah, the photo, the photography of it was insane. And then even afterwards, whenever they were talking after the um, after the catwalk, like it just looked unbelievable. I think it's just from my side of view. I'm like that is like I again. I don't know how I would even start that. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think it was her her best look, and anyway, I was really thought she did a great job there so that's pretty much it that's the end of the seasons end of the awards end of the episode are you hyped for all stars five yes i cannot wait this is just just keep feeling me with rupaul drag race that's all i want want. it's the only thing getting during this this quarantine honestly very important question are you any closer to deciding which of the season 12 looks you're going to be recreating Oh, I have no idea. You just made it harder. <laughs> I think have a go with that, that that frozen makeup look. Do it. Oh, oh I, honestly, <laughs> I don't know what I would even do that with. Like, I just could be sticking like toilet paper to my face or something. Like, oh, <laughs> or literal ice to my face. <laughs> stick my head in the freezer. I don't know. I don't. I honestly, I'm going to have to have a, another goo over everything. I, kinda, I might do a mashup. Let's see. I'll do a little bit of something. Yeah, but I think That's it'd fine. be fun to do a gap tooth. <gasps> yes. I wish I could do the the whistle. I'm really upset that I can't. <laughs> I, I, I try to do it. Soft and soft. <laughs> I whistle by accident sometimes, but I don't know how to actually do that. <laughs> so um, if people want to see the makeover look that you choose, where can people find you? They can find me over on my Instagram. I've got Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, Facebook, all all the social media platforms you can think of. Um, and it's all just Kaylee MUA. It's just my name. So there we go. Season 12, all, all done. Um, and we don't hang around. If you go onto our Instagram, at sissy.pod, Go to the link in the bio and you'll be able to see the All-Stars 5 Fancy League up and running, ready to go. The 10 queens are waiting to be chosen to win points for you uh, and see if you can be our, our, our All-Stars 5 Fancy League reigning champion. And it also, it looks like the podcast got an upgrade and so did we! <laughs> fabulous, fabulous new, uh, we have fabulous new uh, artwork supplied to us by the wonderful at Dirty Paws Art on, uh, on Instagram. You should go and check out his other stuff. Uh, he is a wonderful animator based in Dublin and you should give him all of your likes and maybe even other jobs if you want to hire someone to do something, you know, whatever, you know. <laughs> 
Yeah, if you have some weeding to do out in the back garden, I'm sure he's delighted. <laughs> the ideal candidate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll be back. We'll see you on the live show this coming Thursday. For listening to this today comes out. Uh, until then, um, follow if you're if you're not already follow us on Instagram to look at that gorge uh, thing. Yeah, sissy.pod. You can email us to let us know what you think of the show at sissy.pod at gmail.com or follow mm-hmm. us on Facebook also at sissy.pod. I always forget the Facebook. I know because I made it at the beginning of this season and like you know to be fair to it, it's sitting there. It's doing okay. It's doing a- it's sitting pretty. It's sitting pretty. You know, much prettier thanks to our brand new artwork. Oh, oh. Ooh, get that plug in again. <laughs> Bye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.